0: Women's Wellness Tribe, the podcast.
1: Get comfortable, get your walking shoes on and let's get going. Hello, 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 beautiful listeners. Welcome to another episode and hi, I have a beautiful guest with me today. So I have asthma with me. Welcome, asthma.
0: Hello, hello. Thank you. How are you? Excellent. So glad to be dropping in with you. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to have
1: you here.
0: So I have asthma's
1: list of qualifi- just reading her qualifications makes me feel like I've done a workout. It's amazing. So I'm going to share share with you. So asthma is a health and fitness professional, former business owner. She's a pro- professionally trained kin- 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 kinesi- kinesiologist. I said I would get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Before I press record, I was like, I'm going to get this wrong. We're going to get this wrong. Uh, kinesiologist, certified sports nutrition advisor, certified fascial stretch therapist, ex group fitness instructor. And three years ago, she left the fitness and professional, the fitness industry behind to step into her passion which is women's health advocacy and I said it I said it all what a CV what a CV that's
0: amazing yay 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 yes thank you my friend thank you it's been quite the journey that's for sure it's been amazing tell us a
1: little bit about your journey so you're
0: here in Dubai
1: with me um how did you get here how did you get all of this behind you (laughs)
0: Yes. Um, Okay. So, God, let's rewind to, yeah, you know, started a fitness business after my university, um, kind of looking for something where I could just serve the way I wanted to serve. And I tried applying for some jobs and trying looking that way, but nothing was resonating. And I was just like, I could do this on my own. Um, So did that, it grew, it grew really well within our community, ended up hiring, you know, a team, went through multiple team members just to find like those heart centered people who are like genuinely wanting to serve and like were passionate enough to like have the knowledge and also do their own research and, you know, just always like hungry and curious, like those curious minds. Um, So it was a long road of hiring and firing. And finally, like landed on like the last few years of my business landed on these amazing, amazing uh, therapists. And we obviously, because they were so amazing, we grew our business, we had wait lists. And, you know, then... um, it was, you know, it was exhausting along the way, had a few burnouts, learned a lot, had a lot of injuries, had some women's health issues. And at the same time, I was attracting these women, like as my journey evolved with like what I was going through with my health and my body, I was sharing accordingly, right? I'd share about like adrenal health and stress. And, um, you know, I lost my period at one point for like two years and felt really robotic during that time um and was put on birth control and so I just ended up sharing with women my clients we talked about sleep we talked about like you know bowel movements and like bloating and like just all the things and they were like oh I'm gonna refer um you know my sister to you or like my mom or whoever and it was just kind of before you knew it I had this um community of women who were like we want like I think we need to work with you and you know me not having that inner permission if you will because the fitness industry is very like you got to do the calorie deficits you got to you know do the heavy hit cardios and like all the things i was i was like really feeling that there was something more to it um so i was kind of really quiet about my message you know but also not (laughs) um and then ended up you know having a few of my own big injuries and i got into fascial work which was like a game changer for rehabilitation and even the nervous system like as you know like our fascial tissue like the connective tissue communicates with the external world and with our nervous system it's like that middle ground so if our tissues are tight and you know um, um, like what's the word not lubricated like rigid you know okay. we're going to show up in the world in that same way we're not going to be able to receive like intuitive messages and you know internally it causes a lot of stagnation too um so yeah so you know it's all involved in my own journey and then my own research and training and Yes. I've attracted some beautiful women who are like yourself who like messaged me one day. It was like, I think I need some stretch therapy. And I was like, I love when a woman just knows, you know, it's like, ah, so, so yeah, over the years of, you know, eventually choosing to step away from my fitness business and step more into women's health coaching. um, It's been this like gradual, like, okay, surrender and just keep, keep sharing what are the things that are important and what are the things that you know and what are the things that other women have told you that have helped them from like working together um and so yeah it's it's been this like you know mix of like how does business look and also how does how how does my work look how does how does it look in reality um which is interesting because you know the coaching industry which is something i had like, gotten into, cause it was like the pandemic time and everything was online. And I had just joined this, um, women in business mastermind. <clears throat> and I was like the safest place. It was amazing for growth and spirituality and running a heart centered business. And also there was the other side of it, which was like, and you get to make like six figures a, a week and like all these things, you know? So we were all setting the bar so high for ourselves. And now we're all on the other side of it. It's been like a few years and we're all still in touch. And we're all just like, we learned a lot. And also we've learned like what feels good to us on how to run our practice and call in the clients that need us. Um. So, so yes, uh, like, okay. So now I'm like, how did I land in Dubai? Choose to close the business, close the stretch therapy. It was lovely, but it was exhausting at the same time. Like if I had to be really honest with myself, it was exhausting in a sense of like, I had a beautiful life. I had a beautiful apartment. I had a beautiful, like everything was amazing. But I was like, I don't appreciate this to the extent that I, that, that feels like I should, you know, like I just, I feel numb. I I feel numb. And so I knew I needed to restore. I was like, I think I'm going to go to Costa Rica for a while. It all happened like within a month of like deciding, feeling into it. Okay. You know, simultaneously just things happened. And I was like, okay, bye. I sold all my stuff and went to Costa Rica for four months, did surf school. And went. And then after that, um, and that was obviously, you can imagine how that was. <laughs> yeah very, you know, slow, Pura Vida, eating coconuts, very restorative. Um, And then I had a family reunion in Kenya and we did that for a month. And after that, I have, my, I have my parents, my family, everybody was like, so what's next? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, they're like, just go to Dubai. And I'm like, "Uh, okay. <laughs> like never, ever thought I would, never had a desire, never felt called by Dubai. But, you know, I was like, also in the surrendered i'm open i'm on the side of the world like you know no need to over engineer the plan just go with your suitcase if you don't like it leave and um here i am it's been 6 months and i've now a resident and all the things
1: <laughs> yeah oh my god i love that that's how dubai gets you i came for 2 years and now i'm in my eighth so
0: no kidding
1: yeah yeah it it, it sucks you in and then you can never leave Um, but yeah, that I love that. And I just love how you said as well that, you know, sharing what you women want to hear. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if you feel the same. A lot of women don't talk about, yes, we have this stereotypical, you know, women chat, women gossip and sharing all their problems. But I feel like that is just a stereotype because when you actually, Speak to a woman there's certain things that especially when you're a coach or you know I'm quite honest about the way that my body works and I can remember mentioning period poops period poos Mm, is a thing and you know it's you know hormones in your body and the amount of women that were just you know if you mentioned that like oh my god no one no one ever sits you down and tells you look just before your period, you might have a really uncomfortable tummy because there's a hormone that gets released, and your brain doesn't know, and it it makes you go to the toilet. And it's you know it's just part and parcel. No one tells us that, but then no one talks about it at the same time. No one right. says well, you're going to feel like ripping off someone's head maybe the day before your period. But this is the reason. This is what's going on inside, uh-huh. and it's okay. And I just think that we all we can sit with these things and think what's wrong with me why does this happen I'm a terrible person I'm so unhappy but mm-hmm. it's because we don't share enough
0: exactly don't know if you feel
1: the same when you speak to yeah
0: it.
1: you know it's like they have totally. an epiphany it's normal
0: <laughs> yes yes I love the education part of it. I feel like, you know, as much as we get to um, connect and share, but yes, you're right. Just educating women on like, hey, um, for example, like one of the things that used to happen in in the fitness studio when I was in fitness was all all the trainers used to put their clients onto the treadmill, right? Like come and warm up, duh. Like you're about to work out. You got to warm up because you got to lubricate your joints and do all the things. And I'm like, I know my clients so well. They're all busy moms they're all entrepreneurs or they're running their own business and they're they're running around all freaking day right and i'm like cortisol levels are high the body's like tight it's holding it's probably in a bit of survival i used to be like you're going to lay on the mat for 2 minutes face down and they're like uh okay and i'm like and so they just got trained to learn and i would train them i was like you know you're in survival like i don't you're here to Rehabilitate your injuries and like get deeper, deeper connection with your body, right? And just educating them. They were like, yeah, it was like really weird at first, but they were like, yes, yes. And then half the sessions, I found this like conflicting point because we there's so much that they'd want to share with me. So we'd be like talking and I'm like, oh, but in the back of my mind, like we got to do the sets and the reps, you know, so it'd be like, yeah. I'm like, dude, we barely like did anything. And they're like, don't worry. That was amazing. Like, that was exactly what I needed. Like, I feel like I have so many takeaways from today and, you know, and I'm like, ooh, okay, this is, yeah. this is powerful because, yeah. yeah, yeah, knowledge that, yeah. And that feeling heard and validated, they're like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. and the not so
1: much yoga i guess but the world of fitness is very masculine and you know i'm guessing everyone listening to this has at least walked into a gym whether you're a gym goer regularly and it is just a very i just see myself walk into the gym and you know i'll walk past the weight section with my head sort of hanging down and you know you try and do little bits and the machines are so big for women's arms and Mm -hmm. just bringing that feminine energy you know lie down on the floor and take you know rest before you start bring those hormone levels down because the general consensus is go into a gym and smash it walk in pick up the heavy weights if you're not picking up the heavy weights get on the treadmill and you know if you're not sweating you're not working that type of thing and yeah, I think bringing that feminine energy, that need, that feminine connection, mind-body uh-huh. connection.
0: Yes. Yeah, and you're right. There's for for the woman's body. There's actually no way around it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, healing injuries, healing the adrenals, healing the digestive system. Like, we have to start listening and honoring the the flow and the call and the capacity and the cortisol thresholds and like, you know, all the deeper side stuff. Um, I think we think, I mean, I know I see it too, like being in Dubai, you know, you see it everywhere. Like fitness is so big here, physical appearance, people are in the gym, women too. They're putting in the work like big time. And also like I've trained my clients to say, I, like, you don't know what's happening in their lives. You don't know what's happening in their internal body. You don't know how their body feels. You don't know how their health feels. Are they in pain all the time? How's their hormones, you know? Um, So please do not compare yourself to your journey at this moment in time to this other woman. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's not to say that her journey is bad or it's wrong. It's not, it's perfect. And also, um, My, I just like, I always just like pray that sometimes we don't listen until we get that diagnosis or until we get that loud sign from our body that's like, oh, hold on, something like everything has been brewing on the inside, but I've been doing what society tells me to do, which is train hard, intermittent fast, like do all the things. And internally, my body has been having its own experience and now it's showing up on like the lab you know yeah. yeah and is that what happened to you when you said you lost your period for two years yes yes so I lost my period I was working at goals gym at the time I was like in my early 20s and I was surrounded by fitness competitors who obviously like had amazing bodies they had abs they had like wicked physiques you know and I'm like I want to look like that and so I talked to them and I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they tell me what they're doing and training twice a day, you know, limiting all the things. And I started doing the same thing. And I was also teaching like multiple classes and I was also starting up my business and being in university, like my, my cortisol levels were just like my body was probably like, uh, no. So yeah. it, it clearly had no more capacity to function to produce the period, to feel safe, to bleed, to, you know, soften even. And so, yeah, lost my period. And I wasn't, I didn't think it was a big deal at all. I was like, oh, this is a little concerning. But, you know, at that age, you're like, sweet. Like, (laughs) I don't, like, cool. We never got the education around it of how important it is. Um, But the part that it started feeling not aligned was when I saw my doctor for it, like my family doctor of like years and years, and he was, you know, after all, he's a family doctor. So he's like, perfect. You're just going to go on these pills and, you know, a birth control pill. And like intuitively, I think that was the first time that I can remember that, like, I got an intuitive ping because like, I felt this like, 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 I felt like this inside of me, my heart was like contracting. And, uh, I was like this doesn't feel right and I would and I did it and I was talking to my mom about it. She's like, you know, it's not a long-term thing. Like she knows how I feel about all the things, um, chemical and she was just like it's not a long-term thing, you know, maybe just do it till you get it back and everything. I did it for a couple months and then I was like she was seeing this like acupuncturist and she's like maybe you should go like see him. And so I did. Barely spoke like a lick of English. He was amazing. And he was like taking my pulse, looking at my tongue, all the things. And he was like, your body does not want to bleed right now. Um, And so what he was trying to say is you making it bleed and forcing it to bleed with this pill is it's not helping. And I was like, like literally celebrating because I was like, oh, my gosh, I just got permission. I got permission to get off the pill. I So I literally did like that day. And I think, yeah, I had, I still had a journey with it. I still, you know, I would, it was like two solid months of no period, three months, four months, five months. And then eventually, you know, it it would come and it wasn't until like, I had a really big injury and I was forced to be bedridden that my period, everything aligned, like my bowels, my mental health, everything was like oh like I yeah I, people were like you look so much healthier and I was like yeah but I've gained like eight pounds and they're like I you just look so much more vibrant you look so much more alive because I think I was just like drained <laughs> training for a marathon you know <laughs> oh My God. yeah and I
1: think that's what
0: women and again another thing we're not told
1: uh, our period is our fifth vital sign that's why they ask you when you go to the doctor's when did you have when did you have your last period because if you say oh it was two years ago that should set off alarm bells and I know with medical doctors their first answer might be that I oh, will put you on the pill to try and you know even it out I guess but then I think with our jobs our roles our through this podcast trying to tell women that it's your body telling you something and to listen. So what can you change? So in your case, you really needed to slow down, you needed to probably eat more, rest more, you know, and you were only young. So your body was like, Oh, we're going to stop the period try and give her a sign that she needs to stop. I think it's spreading the word of, listen, what is your body trying to tell you? And it could be the opposite way. It could be that your periods have stopped because you're not exercising and you're not eating the right foods. And it can be the other end of the scale. And then really tuning in and spiritually, like you said, that first ping of intuition, like I feel like my periods, my whole cycle actually literally guides me through the month. And I'm always talking to my ovaries and my fallopian tubes and you know to the point when I get my period sometimes you know the split second when I had it in when I was on holiday in the summer I got it on my last day in New York and I had a split second of oh it's the last day and I just got my period but I lit then I actually thank my body now I'm like thank you thank you thank you and I was like sorry I take that back because you're showing me that everything's in working order everything's okay you know, and I really appreciate the body communicating with me. And my first period after the summer, because I'd been to Vegas, and you know, I'd been to traveling, and my usual routines were out of sync, I did actually really feel it just from having six weeks of, you know, I didn't eat really terrible foods, but I wasn't having my nuts and my seeds and my fruit, and,
0: you know, and I
1: really felt out of whack. My first period fell on the the full moon at the end of August. And it I was literally for one day I couldn't, I really couldn't cope. I was like, I'm so sorry. Well, because I'm so in tune and my body was like, this is because you were eating all that crap on holiday. And I really felt it. And I just think like how awful must women feel if they're not no one said to them, listen to your body. It's there to help you. It's your best friend. She's gonna, she's gonna
0: guide you. Um
1: it's, it's
0: beautiful isn't it it's you know, it is yeah i love is. that you had that experience where you were like "Oh, actually thank you thank you everything's yeah. in working order yeah for sure um i i, I want to speak to that but like same but like in the fitness part of it because i hear it but just because i hear it all the time like yeah you know I'm working in the front lines of the fitness industry again now. I'm still doing women's health coaching, but I'm also helping a fitness studio with operations and business development. So I'm talking to a lot of women who are looking to lean out, get fitter, you know, all the things. And the period conversation is so easy because for some reason, there's this, I'm tough because I still work out on my period narrative, right? Mm And you know i get it i definitely get it and i'm this is one thing like if i could wire half a woman's brain with this just you know un- unraveling this mindset that this is my badge of honor i work out when i have my period like i would be so happy to just give her that permission to be like or or the knowledge or the science like whatever it is to to not you know, and not even to not because I said not to or because any women's health or any coach or any expert, anybody said not to. But to just have the permission to have that uh, curiosity as to, hmm, you know, is this serving my end goal? Yeah, I want to be fitter. I want to be leaner. Now knowing that when you have your period your hormones have flatlined your cortisol thresholds are lower your body wants to cleanse and detox cell deep like toxins live in our fat cells and if we are holding them our fat cells will not shrink right so it's like knowing this like i want to but you know it's like it's so left field when you're coming from people who just hear about the macros and the calorie deficits and the calorie that you burned on your apple watch and you know it's like now we're talking deep and it's like oh oh it's uncomfortable it's like yeah but yeah but i feel fine you know (laughs) and um yeah that's that's an area where As as you were saying, like, it's like, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to honor like, I can't do anything today. I don't want to do anything. My body is like having this sacred process of like, going through the reproductive cycle. And then Not being fertilized and like cleansing all of that out and simultaneously cleansing out your nervous system and your spiritual body and everything that it holds that we pick up along the month and the years. It's like this is way more powerful because anxiety levels will decrease and you won't feel tempted to go to that coping mechanism or the, you know, dissociative behavior that is in the background keeping you at the same fitness level, fitness, life, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the question would be, you know, yes okay you can work through your period now, but that's not sustainable because your story is a perfect example of something will happen and it's going to affect and then you're going to have to pay for it in the long term. So by taking the the day off before, the day off and the day after, it's only 3 days out of what average 30-day month. If you're exercising every day, it's nothing and yeah like you said honoring that there's a lot going on inside you know and I think again until I started this work obviously you do it in science at school and they teach you the basics of the egg is released and but there's so much and when you learn about you know when you're in the follicular phase and those tiny little follicles that actually reach out to get the the egg and it's not attached and they catch it and they take and it's It is magical when it's like, whoa, let your body rest because there's so much going on inside that is natural. You're not telling it to happen. We don't go, okay, it's Tuesday the 27th, release the egg and press a button. It's you know, and if you've got your cycle, like I'm quite lucky, that touch wood it's every 28 days and even that in itself blows my mind like my body knows it's 28 days mm-hmm. every single time like 28 29 how does it know like and just honoring that mag- the magic because you learn about it learn the science go and get a science book and just read the science of how your body works and then you will want to sit down and go you need a rest because right it's it's so much going on and that's just yeah. a female reproductive system we've then also got everything else keeping us alive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just honoring you know thank you at the end of each practice i always make my students and we hands to heart center thumbs to the chest and i always end with the practice of gratitude thank you to your body thank you to your organs thank you to your body's healing powers like we don't honor this mm-hmm. not Because we take it for granted, you know, breathing, seeing, listening, you know, your small intestine, digesting your food, like all of these things that we're just like, oh, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go to the gym every day and work it all until it stops. Yeah. Not, not look after it until it stops. And that's when suddenly we want to look after our health because it's not working
0: anymore. Yes. Yeah. What you do in the interim, isn't it? I love that. I literally was teaching a stretch class yesterday and was like, "Let's breathe into our kidneys and our organs and our yeah, all the things." And I was just like, "Well, yeah, you know." And, and the beautiful part is, people are actually receptive to it. Like they're like, "Oh, yeah. I've never, never actually like done that, but it feels something about it just feels good." You know, yeah. when yeah, yeah. Thank so.
1: you. And your eyes, like mm. the more you do it, the more just during the day, you'll something will happen, and you know you're able to hear yes. the birds. Like, oh my god, thank you for my ears; oh, like they work, I can hear the birds singing. Thank you, that yes. my, I've got my eyesight, you know. I, you I can drink this glass of wine, and like my, <laughs> my kidneys and uh-huh. you know, my body get rid of this. You know, it, it's doing you; it's doing you a service. So we we should be looking at should be looking after it. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, people are open yeah. today. It's not, it sounds woo woo until you start it and then you're like, ah, I
0: okay. Yes, yes. Well, yes. And then I think <laughs> if you've gone through the flip side, because it's like instant gratification, well, this is going to take time. I don't really believe in it. How long? Like, you know, it's like I could take a pill or I could take this potion or I could do, do this fast or I could jump on X, Y, Z and. You know, it's like it's—it's it's honestly like it's just so hard on the body to do those things. And I mean, you and I both know about gut health and like taking pills and taking the anything that's causing stress to your body and altering your microbiome is going to have a complete opposite effect of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, but um, you know, and when it comes to the quick fixes and the certain protocols that are encouraged in the fitness industry um it's like it's it's glamorized right it's like ooh. so i I think i mean i've gone through it i've done all the cleanses (laughs) i've done all the atkins diet the master cleanse like you name it i've done it and it Lands your body in a just, uh, like it's withered and it's tithered and it's tired and it's not, and it's stagnant. And, you know, you, you mentioned bowel movements earlier and it was like, yeah, that shuts down too. And it's once that shuts down, it's like, oh, yeah, you, you might as well. Like if I had a client who was like, I don't poop and I have fitness goals and I, and I don't exercise, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> address this pooping situation first like the the natural circadian rhythm like it's not working something yeah you know let's that's, that's way more important than your hit class <laughs> totally and I used to so that
1: the go, going back to the gut again another thing that mind body you know your stomach the gut is your second brain and mm. so. don't know maybe a year two years when I was at going through my total you know anxiety anxiety was my normal state I didn't think well you know how do I make my mental health better because my gut was off so I went I'm going to go gluten free because this is what everyone is doing everyone's gluten free so my gut was off I was having stomach cramps either going to the toilet too much or not going to the toilet at all and you know did going gluten-free help or did the big changes really come when I started to look after my mental health and I'm going to go with the latter because as soon as I started to journal meditate Take time when I was feeling anxious to stop and ask myself, right, what was going on here? Is this a situation that I control, can control? And, you know, taking my thoughts out, like, right, these are just thoughts. These are not truths. And really just, and I've spoken about my anxiety in other podcasts, so my listeners will know. But once I'd really tuned in, lo and behold, my bowel was fine. And, so I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to eat some pizza. No bloat. I'm going to eat a piece of bread. No bloat. I'm going to go to Subway for the first time in two years. You know, I'm going to go and have a hummingbird bakery. These things that I would for two years, no bread, no pizza, no cakes, you know, no biscuits, you know, little tiny treats that probably would have helped my mental state because it was a little bit of self-love. Like, I'm going to take myself off and sit somewhere and have a nice piece of cake and a cup of tea. But for two years, I was restricting that. And it was all in my head. Literally, the food problems, the anxiety. And, you know, like poor me, went to so many birthday parties and didn't have the cupcake because I was gluten-free and I'm sorting out my gut when what I needed to do was sort out my head. And Mm. now I don't have any... I don't follow any anything. I just don't eat red meat, but that's by choice because I don't, I feel sorry for the cows. <laughs> um, you know, that there's no, wow. everyone always says like, oh, why do you only eat white meat? Is there like the reason is just, you know, that's all preference. My granddad was a dairy farmer. Uh, I think they're cute. <laughs> you know, it's nothing, I don't have a reason other than I don't want to because I like the animal. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And, There's a lot of people that now on the other side and, you know, if they are gluten free and, you know, I tend not, I don't want to judge. It's not up to me, but I always do want to say like, are you worried about anything? Is that the reason why you're not going to the toilet? Is it really the bread or is it something else? Like, is it the bread? Mm. I'd love to know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're celiac,
1: of course, then that, this doesn't apply. But for me, I just opted because that's what everyone else was doing. And I thought it was going to help my bloat.
0: And, you know, it, right. It. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, there's just so much there that you said. Um, And my question the whole time is like, why don't people like do this? Why don't they do it this way, you know, and choose to go down a road that's, you know, maybe promising. I I think because this road doesn't make any promises. Like you doing your spiritual meditations and journaling and showing up daily and taking aligned action and, you know, diving deeper, facing some maybe unprocessed stuff and truths. And it's like, oh, but uh, I just want to stay up here and like figure it out all up here because that's all different. That's separate. (laughs)
1: I think the second way is harder. Like it was easy to just go, right, I'm gluten-free now. It was easy. Obviously, it wasn't easy when I was faced with I have got a bit of a sweet tooth, that's why I mentioned cake. But when I was faced with birthdays and be like, Oh my god, I really want I really want the cake. But I wasn't and I was punishing myself for no for no reason. But it was easier than what is my problem what where is this coming from it's the root it's the root cause finding that root cause you know when plants are dying we water the roots it's the root of the plant you know we know that for plants and trees you know we don't just spray the leaves we know that we need to water the roots but for us we only tend to you know the outside our leaves as such we don't get to our roots do we we don't water the root we don't give us nutrition and plant food and all of the other metaphors I could use <laughs> you know it's yes. easy to just tend to the outside bit yeah. We we're nature as well so yes yes it is one one I was going to say word of wisdom not a word of wisdom one last bit of wisdom one last mm-hmm. thing advice whatever you want to call it that you'd like to leave the listeners with today what would that be something that you could just time
0: sealed, delivered take time for mindful rest like Mm. mindful rest uh not laying in front of the couch and on the tv eating bonbons that's not rest you know but like take the time lay on the floor breathe Mm.
1: um
0: i think that would just be the biggest One, in terms of cellular healing, spiritual healing, uh, intuition, allowing the intuitive messages to come through or not. Maybe, you know, maybe there wouldn't be anything, but it would just be that time. We're so stimulated right now in this world that it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy how much we can hold in our tissues and injuries and in our cells and in our organs. And like you mentioned, food intolerances and gut issues. It's like, just stop. Mindful rest. (laughs) Yeah. I love
1: that. Just stop. And I say sometimes in Shavasana, when I'm teaching yoga, this might be the only time that you lie still other than when you get into bed. And and when I do say it, I'm just like, wow, this could be the only time that these people are lying still. And it's crazy to think. Mm -hmm. Mindful rest. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. I could talk forever, but we have to we, have, yeah. we have
0: to wrap it up. <laughs> I feel that too.
1: Yeah, and I think this is basically how our conversations go when I come to see you and I'm on the I'm on the on the bed and asthma's stretching me out and we're just rabbiting <laughs> in between. I'm trying to release and let go of the tension and at the same time like, oh um, but yeah, and I'll put all of your information in the show notes and of course reach out to either of us if you have any questions about anything that we've mentioned we're happy to help and thank you so much again for coming thank you for listening and I will be back next week thank you thank you and that's it today everybody I hope you have a lovely week and I'll see you again next week don't forget five stars download tell your friends you're amazing